Roll number two of this year is from the same batch of expired T-Max P3200 by Kodak. The main difference for this roll is that I exposed it at 800 ISO instead of 1600. So I added light by maybe a full stop. We're still getting the same inky, rich, deep black tones. The grain is still a little heavier than normal T-Max or fresh T-Max because it's over a decade expired. But I really like the exposure and the dynamic range and contrast from this batch of images. And lastly, this particular roll was loaded on January 6th and it got me all the way through January 14th. It's February 21st. This is One Camera, One Lens, episode two. Day six, America, this is you. There's a lot I want to say about this image, but I don't even know where to start. I don't think I fully processed mentally what's in this image, what was going on the day that I took it. All I remember is that I was able to peel myself away from all of my social media feeds for two, maybe three minutes to make this photo. And it was important for me to do that because, not just for the project obviously, but also because I wanted to leave myself a bookmark as to what the world looked like outside my front door. As this wild, radicalized mob stormed the Capitol. And I'm still processing everything that happened that day. Day seven, mail day. This is the box that my new digital camera came in. New to me because I bought it used, but also because it's the second time I've purchased this camera in the last handful of years. Just like the camera that I'm using for this particular project, I traded this Fuji X-T3 to get something that was more of a rangefinder style digital camera. And that camera's been called the poor man's Leica. But if you remember back when Chrysler first released the 300C sedan and everybody was like, wow, that looks like a Bentley. Until you're at a red light and an actual Bentley pulls up next to it. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about the X-Pro series that Fuji makes. It's the poor man's Leica until you hold a Leica and you shoot with a Leica and you look through a Leica and then you realize how different the two are. They're both great cameras, don't get me wrong, it's just a camera. But yeah, it's not the same. So I ended up getting rid of the X-Pro camera and actually just trading it flat out for this new X-T3 and I've been a happy camper ever since. Day eight, the box. I'm sure every parent has this experience when you pick out a toy or a gift for your kid and you think they're gonna love it, it's gonna be an amazing experience because you're so excited about them playing with this toy. And then you bring it home, you open it, and all the kid wants to do is play with the box. Day nine, Ben and his dad. As the photographer in the family, I'm usually not in any of the pictures. So I love that I have this little series of mirror selfies with Ben and Oliver. And I just find them really special. There's nothing too creative, but 
I love that we do these. And Benjamin is our pandemic-born baby. And thanks to pandemic life, I wasn't able to accompany Cynthia on any of her doctor visits while she was pregnant. But we would keep in touch through FaceTime or just text message, and she would update me on how Ben was doing and assure me that everything was okay. And she'd also tell me whatever the heart rate, you know, what his heartbeat in beats per minute were for that day. So on some days it'd be 144 or 150. And if you ask any parent, hearing your child's heartbeat is probably one of the most magical things ever. So I ended up getting into this habit of making playlists of songs that matched his heartbeat for that day, that doctor visit, as a way for me to connect with my son, you know, even though I couldn't be there for him. Day 10, Sad Mickey. The house we live in gets very little direct light anywhere. So I have this little fun project within a project where I look for these little pockets of light that sneak in and I try to capture them. This is in the kids' room right around 5.30ish. And it looks different in person. I actually didn't capture what it looks like in real life, but as soon as I took this photo, within the next five minutes, the light was gone. Day 11, at my desk. I've spent almost a year sitting at this desk working from home. And it wasn't actually until six months of working from home where I actually went out and bought myself a proper chair and my back and body have just been forever grateful to me. And my desk is messy, but it's not always just messy for the sake of being messy. I like having collections of little things that, I don't know, they're like comfort or security. My dad's like this too, he collects random stuff. And it's funny because I see it in Oliver now. and. I know most kids carry their toys around everywhere they go and they have their pockets full of stuff, but I'm not trying to be one of those dads that's like, oh, my son's different, because I'm, I'm not. However, as I get older, I'm starting to see a lot more of myself in my dad, and I see a lot of myself in Oliver. Day 12, espresso tonic. Two things that on paper probably don't sound like they should go together, but like a lot of things in my life, they just work. I took this on a day where I met with Manny over at Grind Time. Again, Manny and me working together. Two things that on paper probably shouldn't work, but they just do. Day 13, on a walk with Baby O. It's funny how kids get nicknames that, you know, stay with them throughout their life. He actually gave himself this one. He started calling himself Baby O. When he was really little, one day he was just like, I'm Baby O. And that name has stuck ever since. Day 14, we're making coffee. I'll try not to get too romantic or poetic about coffee, but in my family, coffee is the way that you show someone that you love and care for them. It's the way you show love and care for yourself. And growing up, we saw coffee as a great conversation starter. In my family, it was also a great excuse to keep those that you wanted to keep around just a little longer. Well, you would use coffee to get them to hang out and chat a little longer. I've been making coffee with Oliver ever since he was, I don't know, like weeks old. And now it's become our own little ritual and he helps me when he pushes the button. 
He screams at the top of his lungs, we're making coffee. And it's only then that the coffee making process actually feels complete. If I'm honest, there isn't a lot of great shots on this role. Now I'm thankful about sticking with the daily practice and finding time to think and process these feelings and ideas. But if I look at these images, there's a lot of room for improvement from a technical perspective, like a lot. Every time I look at the scans, I think it would be so much easier to make this look cool if I was using my 50 mil. But that's not what this is about. That's not what I'm going for. It's insightful to look back on these images from a little over a month ago. My world has been moving so fast that these images feel like they could have been taken five months ago instead of five weeks ago. The boys are growing much faster than I wish they would. And I remember when Oliver was born and the wheel of time began spinning and I panicked knowing that there's nothing I can do to slow it down because it only seems to go faster as it picks up momentum. Oliver has such a baby face in the photo from day 13. I look at him now as I carry him to his bed and his face looks like more of a young boy and a lot less of a toddler. He's turning four in a few months, so that makes sense. And then as I was putting together those clips of Oliver screaming, we're making coffee, it hit me how young he actually sounds in that very first clip compared to the clip at the very end. And it feels like we just got Ben home from the hospital like a few days ago. But he knows when you call his name now. He knows how to wave when you say bye-bye. And he claps his hand whenever Oliver says, bravo, bravo. He crawls up the stairs and watches us through the railing, waiting to get a reaction out of me or his mom. And then he sprints as fast as his chunky little legs can carry him up the stairs, laughing the entire time the moment that Cynthia or I start to go after him. He can be a grumpy little guy, but he wakes up with a huge smile every day. And he cuddles me when he sees me for the first time in the morning. I know that these moments are fleeting, and it's a popular thought to believe that a photograph freezes a moment forever, but I've actually never really been comfortable with that idea because as every parent knows, it's completely impossible to try to hold on to any given moment. The moment's gone as soon as the shutter clicks. So I'm happy to walk away from this project, having learned to look at photos like these as bookmarks in my favorite book. P.S. Rolls three and four are the first color rolls of film for the project. However, a week ago when I was processing the film, I pulled them out of the tank and they were completely blank.